You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, where we offer you podcasts of the supernatural and the unexplained. Get ready now for Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. So far on the show, we've talked about children and the afterlife. We've talked near-death experiences, reincarnation, children seeing people that we know are in fact dead. This last week, I've received a few emails from listeners who have young children that are seeing spirit people. If you know anyone who falls into this category, there's a great book called Heaven Talks to Children by Christine Duminiak. It's a great resource and loaded with stories about children and the afterlife. On our episode today, you'll hear what some extraordinary living children are doing. Our guest is Nicola Farmer, and she has showed me several videos of children wearing blindfolds and using their minds to see. So get this, while blindfolded, they're able to read books, write, draw pictures, do crafts, put puzzles together, and more. I have to tell you, I was blown away by what I saw. There's a great YouTube video that you can look up called Children with Real Superpowers. Nicola is the creator of the ICU Academy that helps children develop this inner strength and vision, and it also gives them confidence and raises their self-esteem. Can you even imagine a world where children grow up knowing that they are eternal souls and they're having a human experience? Pretty great. Nicola, welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Oh, thank you very much. That's that's a, that's beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. And it's rare that I find something so unbelievable to me, which is real. And like I said at the beginning, could you imagine a world where kids know who they truly are? I can't even imagine what's possible. Well, you know what? With the children, anything's possible because they um they they have such open minds and and they're so different to the majority of adults when they were children because these children are coming with a completely different vibration a different mission and so if we can capture them and and keep those beautiful gifts that they're born with then we can take them through life uh with the potential of them changing this world because you know, the motto of ICU Academy is the children are our future. And that's exactly what they are. And if we can keep them in that beautiful state of being open-minded and really in that beautiful way of knowing that there's more to life than what perhaps we had as children, then we're winning. Yeah, I think that's great. I even remember my childhood. I loved playing around in the fantasy world and I had no problem thinking of my future. Every dream was possible. I actually think I had some psychic things that happened, which later on I kind of said, no, that was my imagination. But even as when I was a child, and I think most of us, you really do believe anything's possible. And then at a certain age, doesn't that kind of get shut down? It does. And and mostly it gets shut down once they um, develop the the use of their left brain, which is the logic, the analytical side of their brain. But also, you know, there's a lot of peer pressure. There's a lot of conditioning from um, adults that, you know, if, if your child has an imaginary friend, 
you know, that's not seen to be something that you'd put out there in the world. But that imaginary friend is highly likely to be a, a spirit energy that's found the, the, the human child um, and they become very close friends, very, very close friends. So we really shouldn't be calling them an imaginary friend. It's it's a, a, a spirit child that these two children, whether they be in the body or outside of the body, have a bond together. Right. I mean, I know a little bit about the left brain and the right brain, but I also know a little bit about growing up. It's in those younger days when suddenly things go wrong or somebody calls you stupid or I had glasses, so they called me four eyes. And my mind started becoming very aware of the here and now and I have to have friends and look good. And so suddenly that world of daydreaming wasn't always there. I started being self-conscious, I guess is the way to put it. And that's probably the, the left brain kicking in and the ego and all that. Correct? It is. And, you know, you, you just use the word daydreaming. And, and what I would question with that is, are the children daydreaming or are they still in that altered reality where it is real to them? Yes. Because, you know, they're so close to heaven, to consciousness at a young age. You know, are they bringing the reality of consciousness to the earth that we would perceive to be daydreaming? Or are they then their daydreaming days are kind of numbed down? Because, you know, if you tell a child it's stupid, it's going to grow up and be stupid. If we were to just to nurture that daydreaming aspect, if we want to call it that, and really allow the child to keep the energy, the innocence of the right brain, the creative, the intuitive side, wouldn't this world be a better place? It would be amazing. And I really do believe we're at the cusp of a turning point here that things can change. And the more of us that come forward and share these stories... Nicola, I had taken a course years ago on remote viewing, which um, yeah. is an ESP technique. But in my mind, I thought, oh, this can't possibly be true. However, after a few days of being able to see images of, a, say, an envelope that I didn't know what the picture was, and then I see it in my mind's eye, and then that picture comes out of the envelope, it opened me up to there's a whole nother world possible. So I think by sharing these stories and like what you did for me by showing me the videos you had on your iPhone, it just opened me up to a whole new possibility. And if we have enough minds open to that, I really do think it could be a whole different kind of world. You know what, Sandra, it already is a different world. You know, and we've got some people living in the new world and, mm -hmm. and the majority of people still living in the old world. But when it comes down to it, we're heading towards living in unity with each other. And so we need to keep an open mind because when we're living in unity, which is what the children are born with, then we're living in a world that is peaceful and harmonic and compassionate. But most of all, it's non-judgmental. And, and so when these children are in that, that beautiful altered reality, if that's what we can call it, they see past the illusion of that that is really what most people in this world are caught up in. But these children are so wise. They're so evolved in so many ways. And a lot of them, you know, whether you believe in reincarnation or not, a lot of them didn't ever have to come back to this beautiful planet. They had evolved enough to stay spirit side, to stay in consciousness. But they've actually chosen to come back here to make Earth a better place to live. Nicola, I want to ask you, could you tell yeah. us a little bit about your story and how you got even involved in this wonderful world? And then we can talk more about the children. Why do you believe yeah. in the afterlife? I think is a good question to ask. Well, I believe wholeheartedly in the afterlife because of the multiple experiences I've had with them. But it all began when my sister died when she was eight years old and I was nine. You know, losing uh, loved ones, someone who's so very close to you, you know, it can make you um, close down. It can make you, um, my grandmother said there's not a God because how could a God take a child away from 
the parents. So years and years and years passed. And, you know, I've, I've always questioned um, many things in life. But when I was about 31, my sister appeared to me in two dreams. And they were more than dreams. They were beautiful experiences because she was talking to me about things in these dreams that had happened after she died. And I was sharing experiences with her that that I'd had since she since she passed a spirit. And it was like we were catching up. It was the most surreal experiences. And then I came across a, a medium who I shared these dreams with and and he said to me, You do realise they weren't dreams? And I said, oh, for sure. I said, because they were they were too real. We were having discussions about things that, you know, if she, she, she wasn't here. And then completely out of the blue, I said to him, I'd love to do what you do. And he looked at me and he paused and he said, really? And I seriously, I looked over my shoulder and around the room because I really didn't know where those words had come from. Mm-hmm. I looked at him and I said, what did I just say? (laughs) And he said, you'd like to do what I do. And I said, yes, I would. And he began to teach me to meditate. And he began to introduce me to um, spirit guides. But what shocked me most of all was the speed and the impact it was having on my life. Because really, my feet just didn't touch the ground. And life became so different, so, so different. And I started to have conversations with my spirit guides. And and I'd sit there and I'd say to my friends, why is this happening to me? And they would say to me, well, why not? (laughs) And it's like, it took me quite a long time to really grasp the fact that this was possible. I was capable of doing this. And I've been really, really lucky to have traveled to some amazing places around the world i've been to mexico and sedona and brazil and oh so many places to learn and to grow and if i'm really honest there's so much that we can learn from those that have passed so much we can understand if only we would surrender and and allow that to really become part of our life Nicola, we have to take a quick break and then we'll come back and let you finish your thoughts on the afterlife. And for our listeners, you can go to the letter I, the letter C, and the letter U, Academy, and find out more about Nicola. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey folks, producer Tom here reminding you to make sure and check out our official Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. For many of us, YouTube is our go-to place for audio-visual media, and we here at Coast to Coast are happy to share free hour-long excerpts of Coast to Coast AM with you, our loyal fans and new listeners. Our YouTube channel offers many different Coast to Coast AM hour-long pieces of audio on numerous topics, including ufology, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, strange creatures, prophecies, and much, much more. There's even a section that includes our most popular uploads, such as many of the David Pilates shows on people disappearing appearing in national parks to visit or subscribe just go to youtube and type in coast to coast am official or you can simply go to the coast to coast am.com website and click on the youtube icon at the top it's the official coast to coast am youtube channel you're gonna love this just get on over to coast to coast am.com and start your free listening now the wait is over the shy returns may 10th on paramount plus and the stakes have never been higher Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot shades. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are with Nicola Farmer from ICU Academy. Nicola, you were just talking about how much we can learn from those who have passed. There's so much that we can learn, so much we can understand, if only we would surrender and and allow that to really become part of our life. People don't die. Their spirit lives on. It carries on in this beautiful essence of consciousness. It's just the physical body that is released. It's the physical body that starts to um, disappear. But the life force, the energy, the love of spirit, there's nothing like it. And if it wasn't for my sister passing, I really wouldn't be doing any of this. But there was something really important I needed to understand. And what that was, why did she die so young? Why did she die in the way she she did? She had a very rare tumour on the base of her spine, and it's still rare today. So I sat with my spirit team one day and I said, I'm ready to understand this. I'd like some answers. And they said, yes, you are ready. And they said to me that my sister's death was my gift of freedom. And they said to me that in everybody's death, there's a legacy. There's a gift from the person that's passed. And I said, well, I didn't feel free. I felt trapped in a world where my parents were grieving and I felt like they had died and I became invisible to them. And they said, yes, you did. But that was an important part of your growth. And I said, but it was painful. It was painful for many, many years. And they said, yes, we know. But you see, what you need to understand is that you were gifted freedom from a very young age to grow into the person you are. And all of your life experiences were so important because now when you work with people, you can say and you can really truly say from your heart, I understand. And I said, but that gift of freedom to tell me more. And they said, well, my life could have gone in two directions. They said the direction it took was the one where you learned the most and you've grown the most. They said the alternative direction of your life, you wouldn't have wanted, you wouldn't have liked. And I said, well, did I have a choice? And they said, no, not really. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, tell me what the alternative was. And they said the alternative path for you would have been that your parents 
would have gone into fear of the same thing happening to you. And they said, and your life would have been stifled. You would have been suffocated by their fears. And they said, so which one would you choose? And I said, freedom. Definitely. Nicola, can I just ask you, when you began and you, you're talking about connecting with your spirit guides, I believe we have spirit guides, but I've never, I want to say, found out who they are. Could we all get to that quiet place and just surrender and believe that they're there and then just start a conversation, really not knowing who they are, but just being open to it? Do you know what I'm asking? I do understand that completely. And I... I do believe everybody can get to that still point, but it takes a lot of dedication. It takes a lot of passion to really have the desire to reach that point of communication. And I've had people say to me in the past, I want to be like you. And I say to them, you can't be like me. But if you want to work towards your potential, then this is the formula And they look at me and I say to them, are you prepared to shed blood, sweat and tears to heal yourself? Mm. Are you prepared to sacrifice maybe people in your life who won't believe in what you're doing and what you're saying? Are you prepared to put in as much effort and hard work to reach that level of understanding that you will then have healed so much of yourself that that stillness is more important to you than anything else in the world. And they look at me and they say, I don't know if I've got it in me. Right. And and I say to them, then you need to go away and search because that's how you reach a level of understanding and compassion and connection to the world of spirit. That's a very nice way to put it. I'm a type of person that I want results. I want them now. I don't want to sit for three years. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just want to pay my... 1995 and um, have you send it to me be much easier but that's not how it works it really is that Mm -hmm. desire and so to be clear with ourselves what our desires are and then start that practice well now I want to ask you how did it all move in to the world of the children well I went to Canada to learn um, a very similar method having become and awakening the illuminated heart teacher of Dronvalo Melchizedek. I don't know uh, what that is. Okay, well, it's a workshop where you learn how to live in your heart, you activate your Merkaba light body, and you learn how to create from the tiny space of your heart, which is creation of unity rather than duality. Okay. So I met a lady there who had mentioned um, about these super psychic children. Anyway, so as the the time rolled on. I I was invited to go to Canada to learn a method, but it was very um, difficult for me because I couldn't resonate with the ethics of this particular method. When you step into a, a true sense of yourself, then you have to follow your truth. Yes. I was getting constant communication from my own spirit guides to say that they wanted more teachers educated and taught to work with the children because this work was very important well because I pulled away from the other method I said no I said I cannot go ahead and teach these adults to train the children because ethically it's wrong and I would not take somebody else's work forward without their blessing and then my spirit guides kept saying but you will train teachers and and I said I'm sorry I won't And then one day I sat very quietly in in meditation and they said to me, you will. And I said, please stop saying this to me because you're going to have to do something pretty amazing if you want me to train teachers because I want to move forward with a clear conscience. And this voice said to me, get something to write with and something to write on. And I got some paper and a pen and they downloaded this ICU method, literally within, well, it felt like minutes. It was probably about 25 to 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And they said, now you'll teach um, adults to teach the children. And I said, well, when I've worked with it and I know it works, then yes, I will. Um, So I tried the method with some children and it turned out to be faster, more modern and more conducive to the children of today. 
And then I put together a, a teacher training program and started to train teachers. Just extraordinary. First of all, how do you find the children to be? Oh, they find me. Say more about that. Well, you see, I believe that the universe um, has this this way of working. And if you open a door, they'll send the people through it. It's mostly the parents that come first. And there's a beautiful video on YouTube that um, Frank Alaridi made. He came over from California years ago. And so the parents want their children to learn. But one of the ethics that we adopted uh, within the ICU Academy was that the children had to want to come themselves. Yes. Um, so they find us. They find us through the, the YouTube video. They find us through the website. But most of all, it's been through word of mouth. The video that you're Melissa, talking about, is that the one that you also have on your website, icuacademy.co.uk? That's the one, yes. It's mind-blowing to, to see this man kind of making a documentary on it and having mm -hmm. his camera woman, I think that's who it was, put on the blindfolds. And there's no way she can see through them. No. And then to see the children being able to read and write, incredible. So maybe you could give us some of the stories of what these children are doing with the blindfolds on, just to give a taste of those videos you showed me. Okay, so the children come and um, go through the process of ICU. When they start reading and seeing, um, which actually isn't completely necessary because the process that the children go through over a number of weeks actually is as powerful as if they can see with the blindfold because the work heals their traumas, it enables them to blossom, growing confidence and all sorts of things. But when the children come, they do all sorts of activities with us. You know, we've, we've played ball in the garden and, and we've, we've done jigsaw puzzles. But you see, what we're finding is the results of what these children are doing are completely fascinating because we're having children grow in confidence and take leaps in their education. We've seen children... Um, who have some pretty deep set traumas through abuse and bullying at school and various other things, turn their lives around. We've seen children with a stammer, a stutter that's completely stopped. We've seen children who uh, have had a problem with uh, wetting the bed at night through certain fears and nightmares, and that's completely stopped as well. We've worked with children with autism and dyspraxia and various other conditions under that umbrella. And one lad that I worked with, he was three years behind his peers at school in his reading age because of his dyspraxia. And within the process of going through the ICU program, he caught up those three years. That's pretty great. It is so amazing. But also we've seen their psychic abilities opening up. We had a little girl who was being driven home and it was a sunny day and the sun was in her eyes and she was too small to for the sun visor to come down and block the sun. So the guy that was driving the car said, put on your blindfold then. He was a little bit of a skeptic. Uh -huh. So she did and she put her blindfold on and she said, oh, be careful of that man in the road with the dog and the walking stick. And he laughed and he said, there is no man in the road with a dog and a walking stick. She said, but there is. And as he drove round the next bend, there was the man in the road with a walking stick and a dog. Nicola, that is so amazing. Let's take our second break now. And when we come back, I'd love if you'd talk about how the kids react to this, how they like it. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. With the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. 
The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge, you have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today. at purdueglobal.edu Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira hybrid mattress, named best hybrid mattress 5 years running. Sleep hot. The Chill Collection is built with cool to the touch top fabric and layers of high density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to seven hundred dollars off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iheart for an additional fifty dollars off mattresses and select goods. That's l e e s a dot com forward slash iheart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are with Nicola Farmer from ICU Academy. Nicola, what's the biggest benefit to these kids? The confidence. You see them growing confidence, and and you see them evolve from you know these little children that are uh, sitting there with almost shaking. It's like of watching a flower grow. And you see them become upright, and and these petals open, and it is the most beautiful experience that I believe anybody can have. Um, the children absolutely love the work; they like to practice at home. Some of them like to show other people how they can do this, and and some kids don't even want to show their parents. But we trust in the process so much that we allow the child to take the lead with it because. They actually know best. It's incredible, and to watch that video for our listener, just imagine. And you can watch this, of course. These blindfolded children, and they're playing catch with a ball and catching it. They're drawing pictures. They're reading, like they have their finger pointing at the words that they're reading. They can see the pictures, but it's all with their mind's eye. Um, you had showed me a video. I don't know if the girl was putting beads together, but she could pick yeah. out the green bead out of a pile of beads. Blindfolded, the man interviewing was talking to the children. He was drawing a picture, and without him even turning the picture to them to say what is it, they could see what it is because obviously, if they're using their mind's eye, they don't need to have the picture in front of them. It's fantastic. Yeah, what I just want to say about the mind's eye is that the mind's eye, the third eye, whatever you want to call it, plays a very small part. In the process, really, yeah, because what we're actually doing is we're enabling the child to operate from their higher consciousness. So the mind's eye has a small part in interpreting what the higher consciousness is seeing, 
But these children, when we take them through the process of ICU, they're actually, we're connecting them to their higher consciousness where all of their knowledge, their wisdom, their past lives, whatever it is, we're bringing it all together, but operating from the human body. You leave me speechless. Are these children more compassionate, do you find, as well as everything else that's healing about them? Oh, for sure. They're super loving. They're very compassionate. They become very empathic. So we have to nurture them to such a point where they don't become overwhelmed by other children's emotions that perhaps haven't done this work. I see. And we're very protective of them. Um, You know, when a child comes to work with me for the first time, I hold a space uh, of safety and love and nurturing for that child. But even when that child's not with me and they come back a week later, that whole week as a teacher, you're holding a space for that child to learn and grow and develop. And you don't actually break that tie with the child energetically until you hand them their certificate to say they've completed the program. So, you know, these children, they they are highly compassionate, but they have so much fun. And that is so important because a lot of the children don't know how to have fun today. And one of the, the things we never, ever do to a child when they're working through this process is say no to them. But one of the things we do do for one whole hour each session is constantly praise them. Um, not enough children get praised today. They're all told what not to do. They're told when they're wrong, but they're not praised enough when they are doing things right. And one of the ethics of ICU is the praise and they thrive on it. It's like you're giving them like a, a coating of of love and nurturing and they're like sponges. They soak it up. We had one sad incident with a little girl because she was doing so brilliantly with her um, reading with the blindfold on. And the teacher said to her, you're really special. And she said, no, I'm not. And the teacher said, but all children are special. But what you're doing here is extra special. And she said, I'm not special. And and the teacher said, but you are. And the little girl started to cry and she was sobbing. And the teacher allowed her to release the pain that she was obviously feeling. And eventually she said to her, nobody's ever told me I'm special. Oh. Yeah. And And you look at any adult and we have that for the rest of our lives. And, you know, I was thinking about praise. I was just reading something and it was talking about so many of us have our New Year's resolutions and we make these lists of what we have to do, but that does not fuel us. What does fuel us is every time we do something and we praise ourselves for it and we really identify the good, then we're more likely to take more action. So I was just thinking, like making that comparison of how important praise is, because I know many people that are doctors and scientists and keep getting the different degrees. And when they were a child, they were called stupid. Yeah, it, it just it lives with us. So to heal that at a very early age is really great. But do you not think that not enough people celebrate their achievements, celebrate Uh, life. You're correct. I don't think that. Now, I can only speak for the person that's in my skin right now, as I'm always looking to see what's undone, what I still need to accomplish. I never look at where I've been, what I've done, what I've accomplished. And to take the time to do that, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm looking at a really special person. Yeah, exactly. But most people would say that if you are called special, there's something abnormal about you but there's nothing wrong with being called special it doesn't mean that you're better than anybody else when you're coming from a a special place when you are being that special person it simply means that you have something quite amazing to offer and I believe we all do Nicola how long does it take a child to go through the ICU program The child would normally come for 10 to 12 sessions, depending on how quickly they develop from the first session. They would come for an hour a week. 
and if they, if it's during school term time if if they're on vacation they can come every third day so anything from 21 days to about uh, 12 weeks and they go through that process an hour a week but they also have to practice at home. Yes. Um, we don't call it homework because that's a stigma attached to schooling. Yes, it is. So we call it home practice. Nice. Um, and, um, yeah, so, you know, some children take a lot longer to see with the blindfold because of deep traumas. Sure. And then some of them see almost instantly. I had a little boy who I took him through the process and and I said to him, now we're going to look at the front of this book and we're going to have a look at colours. And he said, well, don't you want me to tell you what the book's called? And I said, if you can, yes, please. And he told me the name of the book and he opened the book and read it from cover to cover. Blindfolded. In his first session, yes. In his first session? In the very first minutes of me taking him through the opening process. Oh, my gosh. Are they working one-on-one -on -one with you or are there other children at a session? They work one-on-one. -on -one. Okay, perfect. Just good to um, know because there are some yeah. potential teachers listening right now. You know who yes. you are. <laughs> It'll just <laughs> give you a vision of that. And now, can you talk about training the teachers? Because obviously, to get this globally, we need a lot of teachers. So we how, sure do. how are you looking for teachers? Obviously, there might be somebody interested right now. Is it a, a certain kind of person? Do they have to be a teacher already? Could you talk a little bit about who you want okay. to train. Okay, of course. The criteria for becoming a teacher is really that the person is heart-centered, that they have a, a, a passion to make this world a better place, that they have the desire to work with the children. They don't necessarily have to have had any children. They don't necessarily have to have worked with children. But that heart-centered, beautiful essence uh, really makes a difference. The people would come uh, to a training session which would cover three full days. And then once they had the initial training for the three days, they would then be required to go away and work with three children to produce case studies, which can take its time because they have to work with the children for 10 sessions each. So yes. it can take up to six months. Mm -hmm. And they go away and they, they find the children or the children find them and, and they work with them as a teacher. And a lot of the teachers are very concerned that they'll let the children down by not being as confident perhaps as they should be or, you know, not quite uh, up to speed with right. the, the process. But I very quickly remind them that somewhere in the distance past, the soul of the child agreed to help the soul of the teacher. Beautiful. So you can't go wrong. And so as long as you keep the ethics and the process um, in line with the work, then there's every potential for someone to become an ICU teacher. That's lovely. Because I know for each of us, we're always looking for what our purpose is. And we can, I think we can choose our purpose. But there's certain things that really are like, ooh, that sounds like something I'd love to find out more about. And just for our listener, not only go to the videos on this website, even if you just want to see them, they're great. But Nicola's website is icuacademy.co.uk. Nicola, is there a perfect age range for these children to be in your program? Yeah, the children need to be captured before puberty normally because that's when the logical, the left brain starts to activate. The minimum age is normally about mm, five, maybe six, depending on the maturity of the child. But they need to be able to read, recognize colors, shapes and images. And then we take it up to the top end of the age group, which can be about 10 or 11 or 12, although I have taught 15-year-olds. Nicola, we're going to go into our next break. And when we come back, we want to hear more about these fascinating kids. And I wonder if us adults can do this. Hmm. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost thanks to the health care law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can help detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in your way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are with Nicola Farmer, who teaches kids to see blindfolded. Just amazing. Nicola, you said that you can start them young, five or six to 15. Do you find that there's an optimum age for them? I find the optimum age for working with the children is seven, eight, and nine. Interesting. Um, and actually, what I've found as well is that boys are responding to this in a much bigger way than, than some of the girls. I mean, the girls are very uh, quick, but the boys are thriving on the praise. Interesting. Yeah. And I feel that it's because, you know, you, you have a son, you have a brother, and the boys are expected to be tough and to grow up yes. quickly and to be... Don't be cry, be manly, exactly. man of the exactly. house. Yep. Yeah. Um, and and they don't get the, the attention perhaps that the girls do. So when you bring a child into your uh, energy field and, and you're working with them in praising them for a whole hour, it's something that is the most beautiful thing to experience. Mm, I bet it is. Um, yeah. I just want to ask you, do the kids ever wonder why they can do it, but adults can't? No, the kids don't question it. You see, that's why we teach children, not adults, uh-huh. because the children, um, because their left brain isn't as active as an adult's left brain. If you say to the child, 
I'm going to put this blindfold on your on your face and we're going to put the strap around the back of your head. They do not say why. But if you were to give it to an adult and say, please put this on, they'd say why. And they wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't want no. to do it. No. And then if you say to the right, now the next step we're going to take is A, B and C, they would say, why? Right. <laughs> um, but the children don't ask. They, they never question it. Oh, I love that. Um, and it's because it, it's natural to them. Mm -hmm. You know, I love the analogy that I share with people about being normal. And in my world, if you're normal, then you're doing and being what's expected of you. And instead of being normal, if we were natural, then we wouldn't be in that state. And that's what the children are. They're natural. Yes. Oh, um, makes sense. And one of the other things we never do in, the, in a session with the child is ask them a question. So we command them. So instead of saying, uh, what can you see on the page? We say to them, please tell me what you see on the page. The minute you ask them a question, you're switching them to their left brain because they've got to think to find an answer. Right. But when you command a child... In, in obviously a loving way, they automatically give you the answer. They don't have to think about it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So they're very natural. I'm so proud of you for doing this. Oh, thank you. That's it's really kind. Just the beginning. And I will do my part to share this. Thank you. And to have people know, and if people are interested in taking the training, it's just wonderful. I'm even just thinking of myself, and I can see why my brain wouldn't be so open because it would be like, well, I don't know if this is going to work. Well, it'll, if it does work, it'll work for somebody else, not me. I mean, <laughs> da, 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 You know, too much of my left brain kicking in and without the, just the belief and the trust that, okay. <laughs> yeah. What do you see? Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Nicola, we've actually been doing some online psychic and medium classes since COVID hit. And I didn't realize until I really started practicing that that left brain can be so crippling. It's taught that when we're thinking too much, just like with the kids, when we're thinking too much and trying to figure things out, that part of us that can tap into our psychic and mediumistic abilities shuts down anytime there's doubt or fear that I can't do this. But the past year and a half has really been a blessing because I think adults are able to slowly tap into this divine part of themselves. So while kids might do it super quick, and don't have any restrictions, I do think to an extent, adults are able to, just based on what I've experienced and what many others have as well. I know you are doing some live training, or you will be continuing the live training once the world's cleaned up. And at your website, icuacademy.co.uk, people, if interested, can get in touch with you. I think fill out an application. So if this seems like something you're interested in, check it out. Wouldn't it be great to watch these kids in front of you be able to see with their mind's eye? It's just incredible. Nicola, we're going on our last few minutes together. Is there anything else that you want to share? I'm sure there is. Or there's something I forgot to ask you or just any closing words you may have for our listeners. I just think it's extraordinary who you are and what you're doing. So the floor is yours. Okay, I think what I'd like to share is something that occurred last week. Okay. And I was teaching some spiritual classes and I was in a state of trance and one of my spirit guides was speaking to all three groups separately and she adopted the theme of uh, spiritual pathways. And these paths, most people refer to as their journey, their spiritual journey. And she said that most people want to know what's ahead of them. Am I on the right path? Mm -hmm. And she said to all of them, 
it's not about the path. It's not about the destination. It's the journey that you're taking. And never forget that you're always on the right path and your path is always illuminated. But she said, it's not about what's ahead of you. It's what's behind you. And she said, I'm not talking about your past. I'm talking about the footprints that you're leaving behind you. And she said, when you are leaving illuminated footprints, which are made from kindness, generosity, uh, through love um, and through compassion, she said, when you see those illuminated footprints behind you, you will absolutely know that you're on the right path. Oh, that's absolutely beautiful. Thank you for yeah. that. Yeah. It really touched my heart with this interview. Thank, thank you. you. You're very, very welcome. And thank you, Sandra, because it's been an absolute pleasure. And to share this knowledge with as many people as possible is a dream of mine. So I thank you for everything that you do as well. Oh, you're most welcome. Most welcome. And for our listener, I have a little task, a little practice. We're not going to say homework, but let's look. I just think it'd be great if we looked at our, all, all of our own selves from praise. And if you're up for this little challenge, take a piece of paper and write down some of your accomplishments or things you're most grateful for. And instead of us looking for what's undone in our life, look at what we have done and let that fuel us for continuing on the journey. Nicola, does that sound like a good piece of practice? I think that's a perfect piece of practice. <laughs> I would also advocate that each day, at the end of each day, they look back on their path of the day and perhaps count how many footsteps they've left. Oh, I love it. Illuminated footsteps. Absolutely. Uh, well, we're going to close this episode now, just looking at our time. Nicola, a, another warm thank you for being our guest today. Thank you. And for our listener, go to her website and check out these videos. They are amazing. icuacademy.co.uk and watch these little kids with their eyes blindfolded and the things they can do. It will really, I believe, leave you as it has left me with this sense of we are so much more than just the skin and bones and body that we are. We are so much more, so much more. Our home base for the show is wedontdie.com. And like I said earlier, come join us on one of our psychic or mediumship classes. Be forewarned, you need to take the psychic class first because we use our psychic muscle, so to speak, when we communicate with people in the afterlife. We are all these divine souls. And I think if we can take ourselves back to childhood, and if we would have had an experience like Nicola offers, and be able to exercise this part of ourselves, this higher knowing, could you imagine how we could have grown up to be? In fact, just let's think about how these kids will grow up to be, really knowing that everything's possible and really being tapped into it all. So for us adults, though, we start small, we do lots of things to build our confidence, we start with the psychic course, we realize that what we see in our mind's eye isn't our imagination, and we can slowly, not as fast as the kids, build up that confidence and really practice using our thoughts, our feelings, the images that come into our head, maybe even the words. And when you really start to use that muscle, it's the best word I have for it, then after being in psychic class, you learn how to direct and use that same muscle to the unseen world, to the spirit world. And what a beautiful flower I have seen unfold with so many students this past year and a half that they're developing their mediumship ability and what a gift 
to let other people know that their loved ones are still around. So again, home base, we don't die.com. You can always feel free to join us for one of our free Sunday gatherings that are so empowering. They are for you so that you have a good week, a good life, and included in each and every one is a mediumship demonstration where you can participate. So in closing, my name is Sandra Champlain, and I'm always so happy to be your host. Please tune in again. We now have over 50 episodes of Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. See you soon. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.